0: Welcome to the Self Reliance Wealth Podcast. My name is Dave Deal and I am your host to learning how you can create side hustle income. Welcome to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is episode number 22. My name is Dave Deal and I am your host. So we're going to hop right back in here to the interview with Isaiah Price from Sophos Survival. And without further ado, let's hop right back into the show. Cool, man. So yeah, let's jump into Sophos. Tell me, tell me more about that. What's, uh, how does that work? What are you guys doing there? And sure. Um, give me the, the like way I way mentioned, I kind of, I kind of told you
1: about the background of how I, how and why I wanted to start the company. Uh, but really, <laughs> it was just like, okay, what, what is it that I love to do? How can I turn that into a business? So it's outdoor gear, Um, I love gear. I'm like such a gear junkie. Um, I'm obsessed with like, if I drive by sportsman's warehouse or Cabela's or any, you know, sporting goods store, I'm like a kid in a candy shop. I'll just go wander through there and just check stuff out. Um, REI is one of my favorite stores. My, my thought going into it is I kind of wanted to make my own version of all of these stores and these, uh, you know, all this outdoor equipment and gear um, and make my own version of it and take the best of all all the things that I loved about each and every one of them and make my own and kind of cater to that, like, uh, survivalist, prepper, emergency, um, you know, off-grid type person. But I I also don't want to just focus on that type of a clientele. I want it to be um, more than that. I want to be able to include the everyday person, I want to include, you know, men, women, children, um, survival and emergency preparedness is not just about being out in the wilderness. You know, you've got, you've got everyday life, you got urban survival, you know, say you, there's an emergency, a, a uh, natural disaster and you can't evacuate or your, you know, whatever your power goes out and you got to stay at home. Uh, there's all kinds of aspects to this business. And so, um, the, in essence, Right now, I just have my website going, but I'm gearing up to open up a storefront, and that will include all kinds of different, like knives and tools and solar equipment to uh, water storage and treatment, to emergency or to uh, food storage. Freeze-dried food storage is what I focus on now, um, and then I also have all kinds of, you know, different clothing, knives all that stuff so uh, that's what the store is going to look like and then probably the biggest part of the whole thing though is that I'm all about teaching people I you know of course uh, I'm excited to sell the gear and the products but behind that is the training and the practice that I've mentioned behind all of the products and so I'm going to have classrooms where I can bring people in and we'll teach them we'll have a curriculum say like throughout the year we'll have different classes we'll learn how to start fires we'll learn how to purify water we'll learn how to um navigate in the wilderness we'll learn how to you know whatever you name it uh, build shelters you know winter like how to how to get around in the winter time all that stuff so we'll practice that throughout the year and then i will have retreats and weekend getaways where we'll actually take the things that we've learned and practiced in the classroom go out in the wilderness and just have a blast just Take your uh, your pack, you know, your whatever you've prepared and we'll just go and use it so that one day when you actually do have to use it, you know what the heck is in your pack and you know what you're doing. And, uh, And like I mentioned, it's not a deer in the headlights moment. It's something that you're confident and prepared for.
0: Dude, that is so cool. It's like scouts meets like Navy SEALs training here. and you're, the, the real average everyday person gets to learn how this stuff works. Because, dude, I mean, yeah, so we, uh, you know, I'm up here on the search and rescue up in, in Summit County. And so we go out on searches all the time. But sometimes I'm out there thinking, okay, I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I've got my crew that's that I'm with, you know, but at the same time, it's like, you put yourself in the position of whoever is out there that's stuck or you put yourself in a position where, you know, Hey, sometimes situations get dicey and it's like, I would love to have even more training and I already have training, but I'd love to have more training on, you know, how to react in certain situations because I mean, you never know, you never know when your car might break down. We had, you know, a perfect example of this. We had, um, we went to get a Christmas tree last year and we were up in the high UNAs and we got on a, on a road that had a bunch of snow on it. We ended up getting stuck. And I mean, time was just going by, it had gotten dark and, you know, I kept trying to get out and I'd get out and then I'd get stuck and I get out and I get stuck. We had one time that dude, I was stuck. Like I was to the point where I'm having all the thoughts like panic mode. Then I go to, um, how do I get out of this mode? to, okay, if we have to stay here overnight, we've got food, we've got blankets, you know, I have just a, a first aid kit stuff in the car. But uh, then what did I do? I was like, no, forget this. I'm going to get out of this situation. I don't care what I got to do. So I started looking around my truck. And, you know, in in my truck at the time, I didn't have much. I had bungee cords some straps and I had like a little plastic bin. And so I'm like, well, maybe I could take and hook enough straps together to tie it around the tree and I'll tie it to my hitch and then I'll take and use the plastic lid to start digging out the tires so I can get down to ground you know I had probably about (laughs) a foot and a half two feet to go through of snow so I'm taking the plastic lid and I'm shoveling down to get my tires onto pavement you know and eventually the process took probably about an hour and we finally got out and I was just like well, that was cool. But, you know, at the same time, if I would have had just a little kit in the car that was like the go bag and I was prepared, sure. it would have made man, that situation much easier. Good on you for being resourceful and
1: sitting down and just thinking about it for a minute, because that's a huge part of it, man. You could, you could have all the gear or whatever. You can have stuff available to you. And if you don't like take a moment to inventory and assess your situation, you could just sit there and, you know, I don't know, you could sit there and panic and never figure it out. But I I like that story. That's awesome.
0: It was fun, man. It was a kick. And you know, during like, at the beginning I was freaking out during it. I was like, wow, this is actually kind of therapeutic. Like I'm laying under the car, like digging it out and I'm looking up, it's a perfect clear night, you know, and you can see the stars and it's just beautiful. And I'm like, okay, one way or the other, I'm going to get out of this. Like, I know I can. And yeah, I think you're exactly right. I mean, I think that's a perfect, and maybe this is a great transition into the sense that, you know, when you're starting a business, sometimes there really is that anxiety factor where you have so much stuff that's going through your head. And sometimes it's so hard to just like stop and say, okay, I've got to reevaluate, focus on things that need to work and need to happen. And then I'll see the results come. And I think it just comes down to that, just being aware and understanding that, look, if you just take the 30,000-foot overview, you can really see the situation for what it is and, and adjust and pivot. We'll get right back to the interview, but first, let's hear from our sponsors. Welcome back to the episode. So what would you say has been the most difficult situation or obstacle that you've had to overcome thus far? You know, whether it be just a personal thing or whether it be, you know, in Sophos or in aviation, just throughout your life, what what has been the most difficult situation and what did you learn from that experience? As you, Oh, man. So are you talking business or I mean, I, it could be personal or anything, huh? Yeah, anything, man. Because I, I, I think a lot of times they relate. You know, whether it's personal, it intertwines with business. Yeah, business yeah, that know, is personal. that is a true statement. I, I agree. Um, I would have to say the, the
1: hardest thing I've ever been through was my divorce. Um, I got divorced a little over a couple of years ago and man, that really affected everything. And it is a big event. I mean, that's, that's one of the biggest things you can go through it. It, uh, it, it created a lot of challenges. Um, but at the same time, it created a lot of opportunities for me. And I, I don't think I've ever learned as much from one single thing in my entire life as I did from going through a divorce. And, uh, man, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. I, I really feel like I just looking back on it, I feel like I navigated it pretty well. Uh, My ex-wife and I, we actually get along better now than we, than we did when we were married. And, um, and it it really, I think the key to it all is that we were able to, um, put aside our egos and our blame for, you know, things that have happened in the past and, uh, really have a desire to move forward and to still parent our kids together. And to move forward with life and learn from it all, um, and then that—I guess—that humility and that desire to um, stay out of our egos has really carried over into everything else in my life, my businesses, um, my other, my all of my other relationships. I mean, yeah, that's that, that's definitely the biggest biggest one for me for sure.
0: How did how are you able to overcome some of the, the mental and emotional struggles with that? Because I know I mean that hits on so many different levels of pain, but how are you able to just work through that? I mean, I think we all have different moments in our lives where you know we feel like we're at rock bottom. We feel like there's no hope. And that's really, you know, what this message and the story is about is infusing hope to people in need, right? And so, you know, for you in that situation. How were you able to have that glimmer of hope or what was that glimmer of hope as you were working to maneuver Um, that situation? I think the biggest
1: glimmer of hope to me was that I was, when I was uh, struggling in my marriage, I was not taking care of myself. I was putting myself, I was doing a lot of things at my own expense. I was not, I was not taking care of me and, and I was, man, I was burning the candle at both ends. I was constantly just um, short. Like I, I felt like I was dropping the ball all over the place. I was spreading myself too thin. I didn't have a very good outlook on the future. Um, I guess probably mostly on my personal, on a personal level, I, I, I couldn't look forward to my future and, and see happiness and see joy. And man, that sucked. Like that, that was terrible. Um, but in deciding to go, th- you know, to go through this divorce, that was my biggest thing is that I, I knew that I needed to have that happiness. I knew I needed to be in a good place myself in order to be the parent and the father and the business owner and the community member that I really want it to be. I don't feel like you can do all those things if you're not
0: healthy on a personal level first. No, that totally makes sense, man. Um, Well, we're getting kind of close on time here, but I've got one more big question for you. And it's one that I really love the answers that I've gotten from, you know, many different people. And it's because it's one of those things where you really kind of have to think deep about it for a minute. So you know as i ask it just just kind of ponder on it and think about it for a second and the question is simple if you were on your deathbed and you had just a few moments left of life what would you share with somebody mm-hmm. just starting out
1: oh man that is a really good question i would just first thought that comes to my head is don't hold back and don't be afraid of being you and following your dreams and passions. Don't, don't hold back for a second because we literally, we we don't know how much time we've got. Um, it could, we could, uh, you and I could be out of here today. We could get hit by a bus on our way home from work, whatever. I mean, you really don't know, but, um, I, I would have to just say, don't waste a moment not following your dreams and your passions because that is what truly brings us joy and and when we're on purpose or on living on our our purpose and on our journey like that, you really you can't go wrong and you you end up at least my personal experience. I end up being a much better. Uh, person to all of the people that are so important to me in my life when i am living that way um, and yeah, yeah i just uh, i feel like i'm more present with my kids i feel like i'm um, more present with my clients and uh, my mind is more clear when i'm when i'm not thinking about all of the scary stuff in the future you know when i'm not uh, trying to overanalyze everything when I'm just going for it, you know. I, I guess I'd have to say that's uh, that that's my answer in a roundabout way.
0: That's a pretty good answer. I think, you know, you, you nailed it right on and it's just learning to be present in the moment. I was listening to a podcast at the gym this morning and it he was talking about if, you know, if you're trying to chase happiness, you're never really going to find it because there's always that next goal there's always that next you know milestone whatever it is you're always going to be chasing it but if you want to find joy that comes from understanding gratitude and being present in the moment right because when you become grateful for the things that you have right now naturally what happens is you start to realize that there are many 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 more things that you have to be grateful for and that mindset of abundance and joy become a reality because you start to understand you know the the true blessings that you have but also you know all of the amazing potential that you have moving forward and it's yes. part of that journey right i mean it really is well cool man if somebody wants to connect with you or check out yep. so, so, you so you can, so can always go on
1: my facebook page, page just so survival my website is sofosurvival.com and that's S-O-P-H-O-S, Survival. And uh, also my email, Isaiah, and that's I-S-A-I-A-H, at SophosSurvival.com. Any of those um, can get a hold of me. Also, well, I'll throw it out there too, my cell phone, 801-319-6370. And I'd happy, I'd be happy to connect with you and and uh, yeah, just hook you up and and plug you into the
0: so survival world. I love it, man. Thanks so much for sharing that. And you know, is there anything else that you have on your mind that you want to share with the listeners um, today? Man, biggest thing
1: is thanks for having me on your show, man. I really appreciate the opportunity to um, to go through this process because. As I've read through, uh, you know, and processed these questions, and just even during this interview here, it really has been awesome for me to reflect on what you know those things in my life that have led up to starting this business and and doing the things that I love and want to do, and uh, uh, just it it reinforces uh, and solidifies all that stuff for me, and and it creates a, a lot of gratitude that um you know that I, i'm able to i guess i don't know how to how to say I just, it just creates a lot of gratitude for me and uh, i'm grateful that you could uh you could help me kind of package that all together and put
0: it in my brain like that so thanks man You bet, man. Thanks again for being on the show. And remember, everybody, as always, infuse hope to those in need because that is what is most important in this life. Just remember that the hope and the light that you can inspire into others and infuse into others changes the game. That value-for-value value exchange is the most important thing that we can ever you know, ask for in this life, whether it be in our business, personal life, or anything else. Because when value is created, value is received, Transactions can happen and lives can be changed. So, as always, make it a fantastic day and we'll catch you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wealth Reliance Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about who we are and what we do, check out our website, www.self, S E L F, wealth, W E A L T Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle. Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.